Meister Sheni Perkei Mishnah Yud 510. We now begin the final topic of the Masechta, the topic of Vidui Meister, the obligation to recite certain psukim that you'll find if you look in the second aliyah of Parshas Kisavo, that's in Devarim 2612, um, and then there's the next few psukim there. Um, so at the end of the process, that is to say, and the end of the process of the two, three-year mini-cycles. We're talking now that you're supposed to have given the various trumas and maestras, maestras sheni, etc. Um, at the end of that, at those processes, there's a deadline. The deadline we've covered in the topic of Bior, which according to Moshe Shonim, is happening on the era of Pesach of year four and year seven of the seven-year Shemitah cycle. So, as we said, on era of Pesach of the fourth and seventh year, you will have to have given at that point the deadline everything you're supposed to give trumas and maestras etc um, and that which is excess that wasn't given um, has to be gotten be or has to be gotten rid of um, we had an exception you recall from Meister Shani itself which was you were allowed to keep for the next seven days for Pesach while you're in Yerushalayim you could keep sufficient Meister Shani to consume while you're there in Yerushalayim at the end of the seven days of Pesach on the last day in the afternoon, you would then have finished everything. Even the last bits of Maestrani would be consumed. And at that point, assuming you did everything correctly for the past three years, so you'll recite those psukim, three psukim that are enumerated in there in, in uh, Parsh Kisavo. You'll say them explicitly, and, uh, and that will be the end of the process. We'll s- the next uh, four Mishnayas are going to darshan those three psukim. In other words, the person who would be saying the Vidu Meiser would actually um, recite those psukim exactly as they are, those three psukim. But the Mishnayas here, these four Mishnayas, are going to essentially say drasha to explain what is the meaning behind those psukim. Um, fine, so that's that's what's happening over here. So the Mishnah starts out by saying, it's again, we're 510. On the Mincha, in the afternoon, on the last day of Yom Tov of Pesach, in the fourth and seventh years, Hayom Misvadin. That was the time to recite this Vidui. Now, the word Vidui, um, translated usually as confession. So there's two basic approaches here. Either you understand, um, like how I believe the Ram understands, that the word Vidui doesn't necessarily mean confession in the tainted with sin variety. He means, the Vidui for the Rambam, it seems to me, means um, a verbal recitation of what one already had done in the past. So it's like a not... Vidui means like a recap, if you will. So in the case of, for example, in Hilchos Tshuva, a person goes through a certain internal experience of regret, regret and commitment to do better in the future, and then his Vidui is the verbalization saying, Hashem, I did such and such a Vera, I feel bad about it, I'm not going to do it again. So he's reciting what's already happened in his heart. And similarly here, um, the Vidui isn't a confession of sin, there's no sin, it's just the contrary, it's a person saying he did everything right, and here it's the same story, that a person is, is doing a recap and reciting the, what he had done in the past um, and sort of explicating with words what went on already without words. Um, the other approach is like the Soporno, that there is an element of a reference to some sort of moral failing here um, in doing the Vidui, and what's that? Originally, meaning before the Cheta Egel, originally the plan was that every Bukhor, every firstborn male of every household, would act as like the Kohen, and each private home would be its own little like Mikdash Mat, a little mini temple, if you will. Um, after the Chet Egel, the sin of the Golden Calf, so 
that the role of leading the nation spiritually was transferred to Shevet Levi um, and the Kohanim. And, um, and that being the case, they, the Levim and Kohanim, had special gifts to support them as they do their religious functions, etc., and those became Trumas and Maestras. So the obligation to give Trumas and Maestras uh, essentially bespeaks of the moral failing back in the Midbar in the desert prior to the Chet Egel, the sin of the Golden Calf, um, and that's why we call the vidu here. That's the supporter's approach here to explain vidu in the context of some kind of confession of sin. Either way, now on the seventh day of Pesach, in year four and seven in the afternoon, a person recites that vidu exactly as um, is read in the psukim, but now here the Mishnah will start darshing those psukim, starting with the first of the three. It says, Ketid hayim ha-vidui. How did one go about doing that vidu? So he says, quote, the arti ha-kodesh min habayas. I have... Um, According to the shot here in the Mishnah, the arti means um, that I've I've uh, removed all of the kodesh from my house. The kodesh zemai sersheni v'netaravai. We're referring here to my um, sersheni and the fourth year produce, which one we've said already you can't keep around. You have to get rid of um, if it's left over past the deadline. That would apply both to the food and to any coins that had kedusha on them. Um, there is a conflicting drasha, if you will, or an additional drasha in Yevamos that it... it I, I, I take that back. I'm sorry. Let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Fine. I apologize. So um, that's the Kodesh, as the Pasuk refers to them as Kodesh, is Maeser Shein and Netzeravai, so those have been removed from the house. The Pasuk says, Nesativ Levi. I gave it to the Levi. So the Misha says that's referring to Zem Maeser Levi. This is what we call Maeser Rishon, the gift that's given to Levi. If you ask yourself, um, fine, vegam nesativ, and also I gave. So if you look in the psukim, it doesn't say. It says inside. I'll read it to you inside. I guess um, here it says um, in Devar and Perik Chavav twenty six pasuk Yirgimel thirteen. It says v'amart l'fnei Hashem alokacha. You'll say before Hashem, um, which means l'charchil it should be in the base of Mikdash. Um, although that's not. That's not a ma'akev at all. Bi'arti ha-kodesh min ha-bayis v'gam nesativ la-levi. I removed the kodesh from my house. That was the Meiser Sheni and the Ravai. And also I gave it to the Levi. So the v'gam, the, and also, says the says the Mishnah, v'gam nesativ, I also gave that v'gam comes to add zu truma u trumas maser. That v'gam comes to add the gifts to the Kohanu of truma and trumas maser. They were also given properly. Um, again, a person saying that everything was done properly. Um, Rosh and Chumash adds this is also coming to add the Bikurim. The Mishnah doesn't mention the mention of Bikurim. Um, there's a Machlokas Tanaim, um, how Bikurim was treated, whether Bikurim has to be destroyed if it's left over. And those, are, again, Bikurim are the first fruits that one has in his of his harvest, of the seven species that Aristotle prays with. Um, so they're supposed to be brought to Yerushalayim and given to a Kohen and waved in front of the Mizbeach. If they weren't, now they're left over at the deadline. And they're supposed to be, um, according to some Tanaim, destroyed. And others say you don't have to destroy it. You can simply give it to a Kohen and treat it like Truma. Perhaps um, that's why it's not mentioned over here in our Mishnah explicitly. Either way, um, Rashi does mention it. The Pasuk continues, Lager liyasom v'lalmana. That's also what you're supposed to have given to the Ger is the convert, Yasom is the orphan, and the Almana is the widow. So those people, Zem Maser Ani, that, those people are recipients of Maser Ani. 
the gift to the poor, the tithe that's taken in years three and year six of that seven-year cycle. Um, again, Maestro Ani means the gift to the poor, but these people are the specifically mentioned in the Pesukim, perhaps because they're not simply poor, as perhaps most people were by our standards poor, uh, living at just subsistence levels, but they have no one to protect them in society. Um, they're on their own as a, as a convert, an orphan or widow, without sort of a, a social network to protect them necessarily, so the Torah stands up for them. And they're recipients of Maestro Ani, that gift. In addition, they would also be recipients of Haleket Vashicha Vapea, the gifts that are left back um, in the fields, as opposed to given to the poor people. Leket, again, is the one or two stalks that fall when you're harvesting grains. Shikha are the bundles that are overlooked as one is bringing the bundles into the threshing floor. And Pea is the corner of one's field or orchard, etc., that's left um, uncollected so that uh, the poor can come and collect for themselves. Now those, the Mishnah says, Those three, meaning the Leket, the Shikha, and the Pea, are not Ma'akev, they're not essential. So if one, for, for some reason, let's say he... he picked up leket that fell, or he went back to collect shikha that he'd overlooked, or he didn't leave any corner of his field um, as payer for the poor, so then even if he abrogated those mitzvahs, he still may recite the vidui as we are explicating over here, as the, the verses speak out. Meaning, those things are not ma'akev, they're not essential, but the other things, meaning, if one failed to give one berry of Truma to a Kohen, where he failed to get rid of, you know, one leftover stalk of Meister, etc. Um, that alone would make it, if any time in the past three years he failed to do something properly, he would not be able to recite the Vidui, as we have it here. Um, it requires to recite it, you have to have no no mistakes at all, as these Mishnahis will speak out what those mistakes might be. Okay? And finally, the last part of the first half of the Pasuk says, Min bias. I removed it from the house. What's that referring to? Zuchala. That is Chala, the gift that one gives from dough to the Kohen. Um, and it's mentioned as a reference to by Min bias from the house because unlike these other gifts, the Chala portion is only given to the Kohen um, once you're making dough at the time you're making it inside your home. So it's a gift that comes from the home.